0: Rutherford issues on News Radio WGNS. Mr. That's it. Good morning. This is Bill Krause bringing you a wonderful, cool morning here in uh, beautiful Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. And we are so, so very fortunate to have with us as our guest the town manager of Nolensville, which is just across the county line, but certainly part of our overall area impact. And our town manager of Nolensville is Mr. Victor Lay. Good morning, Victor. Good morning. And welcome aboard. Thank you. I always like to start out so that our audience gets to know our guests. Victor, tell us about yourself, where you were born, schooled, lived, did, and what have you.
1: All right, so... um, so I was born down in Alabama. right. Um, didn't stay in Alabama very long and uh, my family owned property in southern Tennessee. so that's okay. where I grew up was a little town called Waynesboro. A right. population of about 2,200. Well, and you knew everyone knew everyone, gotcha. everyone knew me and, and that uh-huh. could have been a problem in school because uh, sure. everyone knew me and I couldn't get in trouble or, <laughs> or I could get in trouble and everyone knew about I understand. it. understand. Um, anyway, I went to uh, Memphis. Memphis State at the time, got an engineering degree, Mm -hmm. and uh, then from there proceeded to go to work in Chicago as a traffic engineer, and uh, after about five years of doing that, uh, got the opportunity to go back to Waynesboro as the city manager there. Wow.
0: What a culture change from Cook County, Chicago, to Waynesboro. Uh, I mean, but you knew Waynesboro, so that kind of worked well.
1: Uh, it was, uh, you know, the, the reverse culture change was, uh, even for me, going back home was pretty significant. I understand. Uh, you were in Waynesboro how long? Almost 15 years. Tremendous. Uh, it was a, a very good experience for me. You know, going in initially, um, because you knew everybody, Sure. They were comfortable with you coming in and, and being their manager. And that really helped when it came to interactions with uh, the, the people of the city. If, if they had an issue, they felt comfortable in talking to me about that issue. If they had a problem, uh, then that I would help to deal with it. And it really gave a lot of personal gratification when you're able to solve those
0: problems for those folks. So how difficult was it to say no?
1: Um, it was... Um, it was tough because what stand
0: they are you're my friend you can't say no they would
1: say they would say i've known you since you were a little boy Boy, i knew uh, you were a
0: dad yeah
1: and and that would be difficult uh but you know you would have you got still have a job to do and and you'd have to do it but i would reverse that on them sometimes Mm -hmm. uh when the the city was trying to uh implement a new policy or something like that 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 people were really skeptical about then i would go you've known me since i was a, a child you know i'm not going to do something that's going to harm you and so uh so i use that to my advantage as well
0: and uh while you in waynesboro you commuted to where
1: i commuted to tennessee state right. uh two nights a week for
0: two years without missing a beat uh,
1: without missing a class as, uh-huh. as i recall and uh got a a, a a a master's in public administration
0: from tsu i have to acknowledge and that was what 2007 2007
1: roughly? to 2009
0: and uh, victor was one of my best students i was teaching adjunct no i was teaching full-time there at the time and victor was one of my best students i still remember his discussions in class
1: we had uh, had some great discussions i found the the uh, uh, education of that the public edu- uh, public administration degree course curriculum be really engaging uh, and, and and I drew a lot of energy from the younger students who oh, were there absolutely. doing it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you went from Waynesboro to Spring Hill, Tennessee, wow. um, in the uh, uh, fall of two thousand nine. Uh, partly because I had got the degree from TSU. They were looking okay. for somebody that had a minimum of a master's in public administration.
0: Was that about the time General Motors was kind of phasing down on the plant? Or? It
1: it was. General Motors was operational when I got there, but mm-hmm. uh, in the early spring of 2010, like around January, February, they announced that they were going to shutter the plant. Correct. And And they did, to the most part, what most folks didn't realize is that they didn't closed the plant completely they were still producing engines um and so they they were producing three different types of uh gas gasoline engines that were really being shipped around the world uh the the two different four cylinders and i think a six cylinder engine
0: wow and uh you decided how many years of Spring Hill to jump across the uh, interstate. So
1: I was spent in Spring Hill uh, about eleven years, right. a little over eleven years, and then was recruited to go to come to Nolansville and uh, looked at the opportunity and really liked what I saw happening in Nolansville, Really liked um, the the members of the uh board of commissioners there i I actually sat down and interviewed them one by one before i even sent in an application so excellent uh, excellent so it was a a really good has been a really good place to go and uh two days ago was my one year anniversary
0: congratulations it is certainly a fortunate occurrence for the town of nolensville before we move out and about nolensville tell us about your family
1: uh so uh, my wife and I have been married for 30 plus years. You must've been 10 years old when you were married. Yeah. Something like that. A little, bit, admit, older, a little bit older. We had video.
0: You would probably agree with me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so we've been married 30 plus years and all of our kids are, uh, out of the house. Um, our, my son works for GM. Mm-hmm. My oldest daughter works for Aerojet Rocketdyne down in Huntsville. All right. And, uh, our youngest daughter is a senior at, ut martin she's thinking she wants to go into the
0: medical field true variety to put it mildly absolutely and your wife is employed in the public sector
1: she is she is the vice president of columbia state and uh, she's over there uh Department of Advancement so she's works to uh, raise money for the college and the foundation uh, and, the foundation and uh, they helped to build the campus there in Franklin the brand new campus right. she works primarily out of the Columbia campus um, but so she's got lots of things. Under her wing, including I think the uh, having to manage the scholarships and things of that nature too.
0: And certainly, these last two years, being in the education field or being in the city management field, with COVID nineteen, you certainly have had your challenges.
1: It has been. I don't think I've ever managed with uh, with anything like it. In fact, when I even talk to folks who have been in the profession, you know, much much longer than I have, mm-hmm. there's never been anything that that we have gone through that has been quite like what we've just, the past two years have been. Um, it, but we've learned tremendously about our employees, um, good things, um, about how how willing and how well they can work remotely, how willing and well they can work autonomously. Um, and so there's been a lot of good. I mean, we've, we've changed the paradigm of the way that government functions, the way that mm-hmm. we interact with people, the And and we have out of necessity found that we can do a lot of things that normally we would have said, oh, we can't do that. We can't. We we can't have meetings (laughs) by uh, Uh, through computers. uh, uh, We can't do that. Yes, we can. Absolutely.
0: Now let's talk in the remaining time about Nolensville. If you were to identify in one sentence to define and describe Nolensville to somebody who just came in from outer space, what would Nolensville be told to them as quote more than just a name?
1: Nolensville, Nolensville is the best kept secret in Middle Tennessee. All right. Um, Nolensville is a quaint community that is on the verge of of explosive growth, but wants to keep its quaintness um
0: quaintness and quality quaintness
1: and quality that's mm-hmm. a, that's a really good way to put it mm-hmm. um everyone even though there's differences of opinion as you would expect on the elected uh, officials uh, as to what nolensville should look like in the future The number one thing that everyone agrees on is that whatever it is, it will be a very high-quality community. Mm -hmm. And everything that comes in it is going to be expected to be a very, very upscale, high-quality product.
0: Including retail, I notice you've got a lot of quality retailing occurring on Owensville Road, and it's very impressive.
1: Um, it the retail is something that it, it follows rooftops, and Nolensville has has over doubled its size from the twenty twenty census or the twenty ten census up through the twenty twenty census. We were at like five thousand and change in twenty ten. We're thirteen eight according to the federal census. I personally think that we're well above that, but the uh, the retail is now following those rooftops, and we're. We're being selective uh, with, with what retail is coming in with really good quality developers who are not just bringing in retail, but they're bringing in a development that is attractive, that people want to come there, not just because it's a Publix, but sure. because the development itself looks cool.
0: Exactly. It looks exactly. like a place
1: you want to go and spend some time
0: absolutely and you're within the the school system is within
1: uh it's williamson county williamson county Schools. so okay. number one county number one school system i guess in in the state correct. maybe even the nation
0: so correct correct and you have a good linkage and relationship uh, we
1: have a great relationship with the school system one of the things that that nolensville has that is a benefit and i didn't don't know that i realized it was such a benefit is that we right now there's just one high school Mm -hmm. and that is such a unifying component that's a new high
0: school relatively
1: um yeah the building itself is is, uh uh, pretty new and um but the people rally around that nolensville high school and the nolensville athletic program Mm -hmm. and it it, i I don't think i think i I took it for granted when i was back in waynesboro and there was just the one high school that that's Mm -hmm. just the way it was but i think about my time in spring hill and there were three minimum at minimum three high schools right. that supported for uh spring hill there's about to be four mm-hmm. um and so what you found in spring hill was that uh you had some commonalities with individuals uh, but their kids might have gone to independence high school as ours did others were going to summit and then there were kids over you know on the on the murray side that were going to battle creek or or spring hill high school and so you had you had this loss of unity, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that Nolansville has is that they have this really great unified program of all the kids going to that same high school, and it's tremendous.
0: Absolutely. Well, you've hit on something that has certainly been part of my agenda for years and years and years. How do you get citizens to have a positive feeling of the role of a government, what it's supposed to do? it's uh, responsiveness it's reflectiveness uh how do you get people excited that government is a tool for positiveness not just a tool of negativism
1: well um my philosophy has always been from the day i started back in, in the government side back in uh 1995 mm-hmm. um is that you, you have always heard the adage you can't fight city hall correct and my response has always been why should you have to fight city hall Mm-hmm. You know, City Hall, my feeling is that government is there to serve the people. Right Now, government can't always do what you want it to do. Exactly. It's got to have rules. And the form of which it serves varies on every level and, and, and every community. But the root of it all is it's there to serve. And so the philosophy that I've always brought to the position when anyone has had an issue is am I doing the right thing? Do our rules provide doing the right thing and do our rules need to change if it's not providing the right thing sure. and looking at those and and trying to be very responsive when someone comes in and has an issue, even if they even if their answer is no, I can't do that or, or mm-hmm. the, the the city or the town doesn't do that. My goal was to always have them be able to say thank you because they know that we were responsive and we tried
0: how do you get people to look at both the short-term and the long-term implications of decision-making and they can be quite opposite
1: they are quite opposite um and that is challenging mm-hmm. um i try to do it with data you know okay. being an engineer by trade I understand uh, by, by early on education <laughs> yeah um i try to to have lots of data points mm-hmm. I, I even though i operate in the grave out of necessity uh because City government and, and is in the gray uh, lots of times. I really like to be in the black and white, mm-hmm. and so I like to make decisions in the black and white. And, and for me, being able to uh, equate uh, and, and boil down information to, to where there's something tangible that you can then compare this versus that um, is really integral in being able to get people to understand short-term versus long-term. Mm-hmm. um one of the things that we're doing right now in nolansville is trying to understand the implications of going through a, a zoning rewrite and and what is the character of the town that we want and there's differences of opinions mm-hmm. there's there's the character or the folks who want the character of the town to be rural and and we're pieces of us are rural today not all of us but they would like it to be more rural there's others that are on the council that would like it to be urban. So how do you look at the long-term and decide what is best for the community? And for me, it's being able to understand and boil that things down to, to where you can look and go, okay, what are the pros and cons of each one of these visions? Is there a place in the middle? That we can find the balance between the two so you get the best of both exactly and 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 so that i spent a lot of time a lot of time working those
0: issues together well it's the old adage can compromise produce nothing compromise water something down to such a degree that it has no value
1: i I have heard it said about compromise as it's a good compromise if everybody leaves mad
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is very good well we've been so very fortunate to have with us this morning taking time out of a busy friday schedule uh certainly braving the cold to come to wgns and uh i really want to thank you i think nolensville the town is in great hands. You've got a good linkage and relationship with the town council. You have an excellent staff, public safety, public works, support staff, and so forth. I think it's one of the jewels of uh, this corridor, this area. You're a neighbor of Smyrna, so you certainly come in with us. Thank you, Victor Lay. Thank and you for having me. keep up the wonderful job. Thank you.